Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast in which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Kristen Guile, and with me today is Alex Simmons and Chris Heinrichs. They are the co-founders of Boone Health, which is a company that's changing the way businesses think about mental health in the workplace by offering a holistic and flexible and approachable platform for employees. How'd I do? That's a great, a great starting description. Hopefully I can get into a little bit more, but yeah, really <laughs> grateful to be on here, Kristen. Awesome. We are excited to have you. So why don't we start off? Um, I know about Boone Health, but you guys are a pretty new company. So why don't we give a little bit of an introduction to each of you, maybe how you guys met and found yourselves in this position to start a mental health company and what Boone Health looks like today. Yeah, sure. So, um, so for me, you know, my, my background was, this is Alex Simmons, co-founder and CEO of the company. Sorry, got to give my formal introduction, but, um, for me, my, my background is more in finance. So I actually graduated from U university of Michigan. I uh, got my CPA coming out of college, worked in investment banking and private equity for about six years. And, uh, and for me, you know, Working in investment banking, I know, you know, it's kind of known as a, a tough working environment. For me, it was kind of working 80 to 100 hours a week pretty consistently and, and grinding pretty consistently. And with that came a lot of stress and anxiety and burnout. And so uh, at the urging of my girlfriend at the time, now wife, um, she ended up introducing me to talk therapy and meditation and later coaching. And so those three things have just had a very big impact in my life. And there are three things that I do pretty religiously to this day. And I kind of had this aha moment going back into the workplace that I was surrounded by colleagues who were all stressed and anxious and burnt out and going through very similar things to I was. But my company at the time, through no fault of their own, uh, you know, they're a 500 employee company and they had what was called an employee assistance program for mental health which has traditionally been the means that companies take care of their employees' mental well-being. They have an employee assistance program, but what those EAPs, as how they're referred to, what they're really focused on is crisis management. So they're focused on suicide prevention, they're focused on major life traumas, or if you're seriously depressed, call this hotline and get in touch with one of our therapists. And what I found was that that wasn't really what most people needed. And so that was really kind of the, how the, that was kind of the major thesis that Boone Health was founded upon was to make mental health more accessible in the workplace and something that employees would actually feel comfortable using. And so that was kind of where Boone started. And, and essentially what we've done is we've created a personalized coaching platform for employees that is specifically focused on small to mid-sized businesses, because that's where we feel like the biggest, uh, I guess, the underserved market is the, as the most. Um, and so we've created this network where we're essentially serving as the intermediary between the employees of these companies and our coaching network. And so we're hiring the highest accredited coaches as well as licensed therapists from top tier academic institutions, top tier corporate backgrounds, and we've seen some really nice early traction. So I'll, I'll stop there. Chris, how did you come into all of this? Yeah. So Chris Henrich co-founder and head of partnerships at Boone. Um, my background, so I grew up in, in Evanston, right outside of Chicago, went to University of Michigan, where Alex and I first crossed paths, and, um, and then I lived in Chicago for a year and a half after school, so felt like I wanted to make a, a jump to New York. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, um, but ultimately lived there for about six years, switched jobs a few times, um, 
And at my last company, I was working at a fast growth real estate technology company. Um, and ultimately uh, decided that similar to how other people were feeling when the pandemic hit, there just wasn't a lot of resources available to my colleagues that I was working with. So I reached out to Alex, um, said, hey, we should definitely talk about the business. We'd love to learn more and give you a brief background of what I've been up to the past few years. Um, so we reconnected back in April, uh, was advising them for a short amount of time and officially came on as a co-founder um, in, uh, in August, in early August. So Alex, can you, can you elaborate on the timing a little bit? So how long had Boone Health been in business before the pandemic hit or was it kind of concurrent? Yeah. Yeah, so we we officially launched in 2019, um, but the business wasn't really, you know, a, a lot of that time in 2019 was really spent developing our coaching network. So we spent a lot of time really kind of honing and vetting a really large infrastructure of coaches. So right now we have about 50 coaches on our platform that are all, you know, the highest, just really top quality coaches, as well as kind of building out our technology and our software. So we actually didn't launch with our first customer until May of 2020. Um, and since then, we now have 11 customers on board and uh, the traction that we've seen at the company has been really strong so far after launching. Let's get into, I have a lot of questions that I want to ask you, but I want to make sure we hit the the structures of our podcast. So Let's sure. start with our first question that we ask everyone who comes on. So can you guys tell us about a big goal that you've had in the past, why it was important to you and how you got there? Sure. So I, yeah, I guess, I guess for me, I mean, I, I, I should have thought about talking about Boone beforehand, but for me, you know, Boone was a, a major goal of mine. And I think, you know, for me growing up, it was, I, I kind of grew up in a family of serial entrepreneurs. So I kind of always knew that I wanted to start a business and it was more kind of when, not if. And so um, Boone kind of just presented itself as I was going through my own personal growth journey. And, you know, I think like most people, you know, you, you have these ideas, but are you actually going to hundred percent pursue them sort of thing? And, you know, through my own personal journey, I had this idea about making mental health more accessible in the workplace, but what did that really look like? And then over the next few years, I just saw, I just kept seeing more and more things that were kind of showing up as tailwinds in the right direction that, you know, society was going through this epidemic of stress and anxiety and that employers all around the country are starting to talk about mental health. Celebrities are coming out and telling their stories. And this goal of mine just started to kind of appear as, okay, well, maybe this is my opportunity to, to start the company that I always wanted to start. And so that kind of led in one thing to the next. And I actually graduated from business school from the University of Michigan. That, that was kind of the, the missing timing in all of this. I, I graduated from business school at University of Michigan in May of 2020. So I was actually kind of going through business school through all of this. And I actually put together my formal business plan and investor deck in my entrepreneurship class at the University of Michigan. And so I feel like that was a really nice stepping stone for me to actually kind of get things moving in the right direction. And from that point on, you know, that goal of being able to start my own business started to become a little bit more real every day. And then getting Boone off the ground, which was kind of the ultimate goal, 
Um, and, and now, you know, we have 11 customers and, and 50 coaches on, on the platform. And so it's been, uh, it's been a really fun ride so far. It's still really early on, but it's been really gratifying and have just learned so much every day. So, yeah. Chris, what about you? Yeah. And Alex, you can't forget about our, our B2C product as well. So we're starting to offer this to individuals also, which is, is really exciting. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, my goal was, um, to move to New York. And so I grew up in Chicago, went to university of Michigan, had always kind of been in the Midwest. A lot of people from Michigan end up coming to Chicago after they graduate. Um, and so I felt like I was doing the same thing and hang out with the same people and, and wasn't necessarily, um, wasn't necessarily pushing myself enough out of my comfort zone. And something always stuck with me when I was growing up, my mom used to say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And so I really wanted to put that to the test. Um, so a year and a half after being in Chicago, I transferred within JP Morgan um, and moved to a team based in New York. And I view some of these goals as and the way I've kind of thought about things over time is risk being elastic. So as time goes on, you kind of push yourselves out of your boundaries based on what you view as comfortable at that specific moment. And then over time, you can continue to push yourself further and further. Um, so being able to switch within my company that I was currently working at and moving to a new city was comfortable enough to me at that point. Um, and then having thought about that, it was a whole new um, experience in New York. I was had a, a robust dating life, had my first heartbreak, um, made a lot of amazing new friends. And the adage that New York doesn't really sleep, it really doesn't. <laughs> I'm not get a ton of sleep during my time there. Um, but from there, I was at JP Morgan there for another three years and um, started I eventually felt like, hey, it's the time for me to think about taking the next risk in my life. And so from there, I joined an early stage company. It was based in San Francisco, a company called Eden. And I launched their New York business. So I um, was working by myself in the city for a year and a half, going from a 200 person team to a team of one within the city and a 15 person company was definitely a big leap. Um, but one where I, again, continue to learn so much about myself. Um, three years later, was uh, had built out a team in New York. New York was the largest market, um, and we scaled across the world. So it was a really exciting time. I, I learned so much about building a business. I learned so much about myself. Um, but again, like just viewing that as being able to take more risks over time was a huge component of it. Um, and then kind of leading up to this, uh, I had met my goal of um, being in New York, but ultimately thought it was time to start a business and uh, joined Alex pretty early on in this company's growth. And it's been super exciting to see everything that we've, that we've been doing and things that we're going to accomplish. I love the, the idea of risk being elastic. That's something that I, I haven't heard before. And it's just a great image to remind yourself that like taking a risk doesn't have to be the most dramatic thing ever, right? You can be a little bit outside of your comfort zone, figure out that nothing is going to happen, like 
probably nothing too bad is going to happen to you. And then the next time you're able to stretch a little further. So I love that idea. Um, let's get into a little bit more about how Boone is doing right now. We are recording this at the end of October. So you guys, I have to assume you are in high demand and your businesses are probably really relying on you to do a lot of the heavy lifting with workplace mental health and emotional wellness. Can you tell me a little bit about how that arc has kind of come to be right now and how you guys are planning for the next few months? Yeah, so I, I guess I'll, I'll go first and Chris, you can maybe talk about it from like a new customer perspective, but I would say with our existing customers today, what's been, what's been really cool is, you know, the traditional usage of mental health services in the workplace from employees about one to 5%. So there's a very low usage rate because there's so much stigma in the workplace related to no, you know, nobody wants their boss knowing that they're going to see a therapist. Uh, nobody wants to be seen as the, the crazy person in the office place or anything like that. And what we've seen that's been really humbling about our service has been that the utilization of Boone's coaching services so far are between 15 and 50%, sometimes even higher than that at the companies that we're working with so far. So that means that between 15 to 50% of employees are signing up with Boone coaches and using our platform. So we feel like we are in a a different era of and providing a really unique product that just appeals to the masses and doesn't make them feel intimidated to talk about their mental well-being. When you frame it as coaching, even though there are a lot of parallels between coaching and therapy, we like to talk about coaching as if it's very it's very focused on tackling the real life challenges that you're going through, whether it's work performance related or relationship management or stress and anxiety. We're setting short-term goals for you. It's problem-solving focus, it's goal-oriented, and it's just much more palatable to the modern-day employee. Therapy can be very intimidating for people in the, in the workplace to want to engage in, and we feel like we've been able to carve out this really interesting niche that is still able to tackle mental well-being, but it can also serve as more of a work performance-related thing for the people who may not be willing to engage in that sort of discussion. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that in today's world, giving people the ability to have somebody in their life who is just, you're able to talk to on a non-judgmental non basis, we are lacking so much human connection right now that just the ability to have someone on the other end of the phone or the someone on the other end of the video is just so invaluable. And so I think that that piece has been really cool. And then what's been also really interesting about the services is obviously the high utilization rates, but the retention that we're seeing from the people who are using the coaching services. So if you're using Boone's coaching services, on average, the retention rate of using the service more than one time is about 90%. So we're seeing that the retention rate has been extremely high and the customer satisfaction has been 97% on average. So we're really happy with the overall utilization and we feel like we're really driving value. And, you know, when we go to have conversations about customer testimonials and things like that, um, you know, we're hearing some really humbling things from employees. So that's been, it's been really gratifying so far. And Chris, yeah. what about that new customer perspective? Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. I have um, a new customer say, is it weird that your business is benefiting a lot from so much bad things that are happening right now. And I hadn't really thought about it like that, but at the same time, we're providing a service that is really needed. Um, and 
I feel like we fundamentally are making a difference in people's lives. And um, kind of based on what Alex just said, like the, the numbers are there and we're having a lot of really, really good conversations right now. Um, we have a pretty robust pipeline. Um, I think it's just getting a better understanding of uh, the types of businesses that want to invest in their employees. Another line that I heard the other day, which is people still want professional development, even though they are working from home and sitting at home. And I think that fundamental component is, is lost and um, is quite lost and based on how things are structured right now. And again, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be like professional development. It can be personal development. So just thinking through how we can help to impact people. Um, it's been really exciting to, to see the potential for, uh, for our continued growth. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Boone was just in the right place at the right time. So you guys have undoubtedly made an impact on so many people right now and will obviously continue to do so. Uh, let's switch gears into talking about the future a little bit. So the second question that we ask everyone who comes on the podcast is, What's a big goal you have for the future? Why is it important to you? And how do you think you will get there? So I'll let you guys fight it out to decide who goes first in answering that. Chris, you go, you go ahead with this one. <laughs> All right, I can take this one. Um, something Alex and I have spoken about a lot is that we realize the impact that we're able to have on, on people and, and employees alike. Um, but one thing that we recognize is that people that are able to receive our services and are able to speak with a coach, um, they're generally in a, a position of they're working at a great employer or they have the financial means to do so. And a huge goal of mine, and I think ours more broadly, is how can we provide our services to people that may not necessarily have the opportunity to do so later on? Um, and so, it's a big goal. I mean, it's something that we, we acknowledge. And um, I think over time, if we can provide our services to people that are from underserved or underprivileged communities, it would mean a whole lot given everything that's going on right now. Um, we think like the fabric of our country is, is uh, it's tough. It's a tough situation right now. And we want to be able to try to fill the gap and try to provide a support where um, they may not necessarily have the opportunity to do so. So I think that's a huge goal of, of ours and um, it's definitely going to take a lot to get there. We definitely need to grow as a company, but over time, that's kind of our North star of how we're thinking about things. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I would just, I would just add, you know, the, the whole, the whole Boone health story was predicated on making mental health more accessible in the workplace. And then, you know, that doesn't, even though we are focused on small to mid-sized businesses that, you know, Chris mentioned are typically right now, you know, they're typically white collar businesses where there's a high percentage of millennial and Gen Z, but it's a lot of, you know, professional service type businesses where, um, or, you know, the employers are, are doing well and they're willing to cover the employees but, you know, what if those employees aren't being covered? You know, what, what sort of help are they getting? And um, I, I think that just largely, even, even kind of broader than that, just the idea of destigmatizing mental health in general 
is is such a big such a big thing to take on that we we have started to take on and i think by bringing coaching into the workplace and all of a sudden getting people to start talking about their mental health when they didn't even think they were going to be talking about their mental health they thought they were just going to be talking about work development and now all of a sudden they're talking about relationship management and stress and anxiety at home so i think there's just from from an from an accessibility perspective and just an overall you know giving giving access to everyone uh, i just think there's there's such an huge opportunity out there that I think Boone can really make a huge impact on. We talk about therapy a lot within our ambassador community, and we've gotten used to hearing people say, you know, my therapist recommended this to me this week. Um, this is a, something that I was thinking about after my therapy appointment. I'm wondering from your all's perspective, what kinds of things are most important to employees when they're talking about like different issues that may come up in coaching sessions? and what is most important to the businesses to focus on when providing this mental health accessibility? It's a really good question. Um, so I guess it, what's really interesting and in you know, we, we frankly launched their first customer during COVID. So I don't know if this is COVID related or not, but what's been really interesting is, you know, work from home has created this you know people talk about work-life balance i think it's almost become work-life integration where you're you're always plugged in and you always have your laptop or your computer nearby and you need to figure out a way to separate yourself from work at home um, and what we've seen is like chris mentioned earlier about people wanting professional development services even though they're at home Basically, we give the option to employees when they fill out, they fill out a welcome survey when they first come to Boone. And that's how they first engage with our program. And basically, we give them the option to say, what sort of challenges are you looking to work through? Is it work performance related? Is it stress and anxiety? Is it relationship management? Is it financial stress? And what we're seeing is that there's a large number of people, I would say over 50% of the people right now are selecting professional development as one of the areas of focus that they are looking to focus on. But it's it's a combination of professional development and stress and anxiety or professional development and mindfulness and meditation. And so it's this combination of like, I want to be better in the workplace, but I also need to get better personally and work on my mental well-being. And so what I feel like coaching is able to provide is, okay, here are the things that we're dealing with. Here's where we want to, here's where we want to be able to work on, and here's where we want to be able to get to three months from now let's put in place tangible goals that we can actually follow and hold each other accountable for throughout that process as opposed to the therapy model where you're like okay let's understand my childhood thoughts and behaviors and why my why this caused me to do that and how can i get better at doing that don't mind you i i go to therapy i love therapy but it's not for everybody and i feel like people have taken this approach that like okay if you're taking care of your mental health you need to see a therapist and I think my view on this has just shifted where we feel like coaching is this amazing gateway to taking care of your mental well-being in a non-stigmatized way uh, where you're, you're able to start talking about things related to your mental well-being in a different way. That's just a lot more tangible. It's a lot more forward thinking. And frankly, for the modern day employee, which is so impatient and looking for tangible things now, it's a very good avenue for them to work on whatever they're looking to work on. So I don't know if that answered the question, but it did, that was my it did great. Um, and then 
for businesses, what are some of the advantages of having a program like Boone in place that is specifically dedicated to mental wellness? Yeah, so, you know, I, I think part of the part of the thesis behind why Boone was going to work uh, going into this was the idea that, you know, business, it's becoming more and more difficult to recruit and retain top talent. And if you look at this next generation of employees that has come into the workforce, and by the way, millennials and Gen Z now make up a majority of the workforce, they value things like mental health significantly more than generations before them did. So it is becoming that much more important for employers to have robust solutions in place for mental well-being beyond the traditional crisis management tool. So it, mental health has now proved to be one of the top things that employees actually look at when they're looking to, to go to a new company. It's also one of the reasons why certain employees leave if they don't feel cared for, they don't feel like they have the proper support in their current work environment, that's how you get a lot of turnover. And so what we've seen is that from an employer perspective, I mean, COVID aside, there was a huge shift towards providing more robust mental health services in the workplace for recruiting and retaining top talent and increasing overall productivity. And then I think with COVID, you have this just added smash of like, okay, we need to provide some kind of resource for our employees. We have working mothers from home who are trying to figure out how to how to work an eight hour day with their kids downstairs remote learning we have people who are isolated who haven't seen anyone in three weeks it's you know you have these unique challenges that are now arising in people's lives and they need somebody to talk to and those people might not be ready to talk to a therapist and they might not ever consider talking to a therapist and so um, from a, an employer perspective now it's it's really just you know, we need to stay connected to our employees and show them that we care in a crazy time in this world where we don't have that human connection. And how do we do that? Yeah. Last question that we like to ask people, um, and this is a newer question, so it's very exciting. Um, can you each give us sort of one tangible piece of advice, uh, an actionable tip, uh, recommendation that has been helping you? get through this time right now. And Chris, it's your turn to go first again. I've just decided. <laughs> Love it. Um, I think the thing that has helped me the most is just to give myself permission. Um, I think nowadays, it's, there's so many different outside influences and social media and different ways that you're thinking about, oh, this is probably what's going to be best for me. Um, because it's helping someone else that I, I'm watching on a day-to-day -day basis, but that's not always necessarily the thing that is most helpful to me. Like, um, sometimes I enjoy eating unhealthy food and like, that's okay for me at that moment. I think like our foundational core has been rocked to a certain extent and there is no right or wrong answers right now. So it's just figuring out what is going to make you feel the best, um, at a specific time and uh, kind of following it, trusting your gut. I've lately been giving myself permission to have the Great British Bake Off on all day long while I'm doing stuff that doesn't require a microphone and a fancy setup. Um, so that's how I'm giving myself permission. I, I love that answer. And I think it falls in line with what we talk about a lot too, is like giving yourself grace and like realizing that this is probably not going to be the time of your optimal performance in life. And that's okay. So good piece of advice. Alex, what about you? Yeah, uh, I would say similar along those lines, but I would say, you know, one of the, 
One of the challenges that I'm having, and I'm, I think it's uh, it's pretty universal in people's lives, especially during times of high stress and you know super busy at work and all that stuff. I think just the ability to just stay present, and you know when I'm not doing work, how can I be present in that moment and be focused on that? I think that society has has just pushed us towards this idea that. We have to be multitasking. We have to be productive 100% of the time doing multiple things or we're not being as efficient as we possibly can. And I, I've just found that when I try and do that, I have trouble being present in one moment and I'm not able to be my best self, which inherently makes me less productive. So, so, um, so the, things that, the things in my life that, that make me able to be my best self are I, I meditate every day, I see a therapist, I see a coach, um, I get good sleep. And I find that when times get tough and I get stressed and I'm up late doing work, those things fall to the wayside very easily. And the, the, the good habits that you create in your life are so easy to just throw aside when stuff, when tough gets tough, when stuff gets tough, say that five times fast. Um, so, so I would just say, make it, make it your intention to, to just stick to those habits and find out what works in your life to make you at your best self and stick to those habits and and just kind of create a nice a nice routine for yourself is banks is banks licking your face one of those habits now yeah it actually so it actually is i have a uh i have a golden retriever puppy at home who is 14 weeks his name is banks and for you chicago people out there he's actually named after the east bank club uh, my wife and I met at the East Bank Club and we decided to name our dog Banks. So there's a, uh, a romantic story for you. But to Chris's point, the beginning of my day now starts with Banks jumping onto the bed and licking my face. And that, that brings me instant happiness. So oh, perfect. Yeah. my pandemic <laughs> tip would also be to get a puppy if there's any way that you can fit it in because I got mine at the... Yeah the end of January. Um, so she was technically not a pandemic puppy, but she ended up being the best thing that we could have asked for. So highly support. Thanks. Yeah. Is he on Instagram? Uh, he's not yet. Yeah. That's actually a good point. We need to, we need to get an official handle, right? Otherwise well, it's not real. I just made Phoebe is the name of my dog. I made her part of my personal brand. So she's under my umbrella of, of social okay. media. So that was a little easier for me. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to need to do that, though. <laughs> Alex, Chris, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, you can find out more about Boone Health at their website. It's boon-health.com. And guys, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thank you, Kristen. Appreciate you having us on. Thanks.